Welcome back to the Homeschool Advantage Podcast. I'm your host, Bex Buzzy. Today's guest is Kat Patrick, CEO and founder of Dreaming Spires Home Learning. Dreaming Spires has live online courses designed and delivered by subject experts themselves that do all the teaching. All tutors at Dreaming Spires are handpicked by the CEO, Dr. Patrick, for their knowledge and proven teaching skills. Additionally, they all have years of experience as home educators, giving you the confidence that they understand the opportunities and challenges you face as you navigate the many pathways of homeschooling to an excellent education. Dreaming Spires is also unique due to the method they use, an organic student-led approach codified by the Victorian educator Charlotte Mason, which has proven effective for the past 120 years. It's a student-empowered method of inquiry and exploration where their tutors unpack ways of thinking, create relationships with the reading, and set up students for a lifetime of loving to learn. In this episode, we talk about how high school is the time for kids to explore, flourish in what they love rather than simply check off boxes. Charlotte Mason is a child-centered, so it meets the student where they are and helps them progress through the year, however that looks for them. And lastly, all of their tutors have experience with dyslexia, dyscalculia, and even mental health issues. So go grab your coffee, go grab your tea, and a pen and paper, because you're not going to want to miss what Kat has to say. Let's get into the podcast. Say hello to our guests and tell us, what is a fun fact about your industry that will really surprise our listeners? First of all, I have lived in two different countries. And so I have this funny accent where I would say hello, because I lived in Britain a long time. <laughs> but I grew up in Texas and I'm there now. So I'd also say howdy. So hello, howdy. <laughs> <laughs> My industry is live online courses for homeschooled teens, particularly those who are aiming for those who are college bound. And I think a lot of people don't maybe appreciate that a live online class has two advantages to it. And one is obviously having that connection with the tutor or the teacher who's running the the course. And, you know, you can ask the teacher question at the time. And all of our teachers are uh, specialists in their subjects. So we like to go off on tangents about things that we've experienced in our own lives or some place we visited that is pertinent to what we're talking about. And that brings everything to life for the students. But also, I don't think people quite realize how actually sociable live online classes are for the students as a whole. My courses have students from about 30 different countries, and they get to know each other online. And then we also have a social, like kind of like a little Facebook, safe Facebook place in our system. And people will meet up on there. And those who like gardening will talk about gardening. And those who write, they'll talk about writing. And they make really close friends through the system and through the other classmates that they have, which I I think people maybe underestimate how much it brings the students out from maybe their bedroom or their dining room table or something and connect them with other people their age, but also learn a lot about their cultures as well. So that's my fun fact. 
that's that fun. <laughs> live online courses are actually very sociable. Yeah, no, that's awesome. I think I do think a lot of parents feel like you know, they're on a computer all day. Oh my gosh, they're going to be, you know, not socializing. And you're right. You're able to really have conversations and you can have conversations with people, like you said, from different countries, which is really exciting. It's kind of like being on the phone, but now you're just watching each other on a screen as well. So that is a lot of fun. So that brings me to my next question. So what is the focus of your work? What do you do, Cat Patrick? <laughs> well, I, I founded and run a company that specializes in live online classes for homeschooled teens. And the kind of special part about it, not only did I start it over 10 years ago when one of my students uh, who graduated from me quite a number of years ago recently emailed and said, I can't believe it, Dr. P, they called me, Dr. P. Dr. P, you were teaching online classes before online classes were cool. And I sort of feel that way, <laughs> that we've been doing this a really long time. And the special thing about the way we do it is we do it with the Charlotte Mason method. So mm. we're learning through living books. And that's one of my big passions is that homeschooled teens sometimes, or maybe the parents, sometimes fall into this trap of let's just get a subject out of the way. Let's just check the box. How's the easiest way to do Spanish or English or history or something? And and that really pains me because there's such a great advantage for homeschoolers to do what I call deep education or delight directed learning. And courses like the one that myself and my nine colleagues teach, it's all about relationships with the teachers and the students and the students and the students and the students and their studies and their books. And so they don't just check off the box, but they really learn about the subject and how it relates to current life and how, if it's historical, you know, how it's in that historical context. And the thing that we really want them to do was remember for years to come that experience that they had and like I said, I just had a graduate, he's even graduated university now, and he emailed me and said the thing like, you know, you really made a big impact on me through the online courses that, that I took with you. And I just loved hearing back from them that they look back at it. And the university students who will write me and say, Dr. P, I have to write an essay on Frankenstein. And and it's like, well, we did Frankenstein together. And she goes, I know, let's talk more about it. I want to write about it. So it's just, it, it starts in one of our online classes, but it, as far as I'm concerned, it never ends. We'll be oh. friends for life as far as I'm concerned. And them too, you know, because they contact me. In fact, one of them, oh, this is, one of them's about to get married. This next weekend. This is my first student to actually get married. Mm. And uh, that's so exciting that I'm still part. Of, I'm not going to the wedding. It's a long way away, but I will obviously uh, be, be there in spirit. That's beautiful. Wow. You know, <laughs> that's really, it, it is, it's beautiful when your, your students come back to you and like give you their testimonies and talk to you about like all those, you know, those things that are really heartwarming because you sometimes as a teacher, you can wonder like, ah, oh, did they get it? You know, was it something that really, you know, benefited them? And then when they come back to you and they show you the fruit of your labor, which sometimes you don't, some teachers get it, some teachers don't, and you obviously did. So that's, 
beautiful. And just to be able to be part of their life as they grow up is amazing as well. So what inspired you to start this? At the time that I, I began Dreaming Spires back in 2012, my eldest was 12. And we were in England that has a different education system to the American system. And I grew up in the American system, which is much more liberal arts. I went to liberal arts college and I studied, you know, double majoring and things like that in science and English and history. And I liked a really broad base of studies. And the other students that lived near us that were homeschoolers, they were going to go more the, the English route. And so I wanted to start my daughter down the more American route and using kind of as a basis Ambleside Online, because as I already mentioned, we're a Charlotte Mason family. And I managed to bump into another mother who felt the same way. I was in England. She was actually in Texas. And we met on those very old-fashioned pre-Facebook Yahoo groups <laughs> and decided to get together to offer a course. And we had about 10 students on that course the very first year. So my inspiration was my child because I knew what I wanted for my child. I could do it myself, just her and me. But then I thought how much more fun it would be if we could do a kind of virtual book club. And that's kind of how we started off. And as I grew the business, first of all, I added year on year for four years, new English courses. So I teach all four years of high school English now. But after my eldest child finished with those four, it was like, I love this route for her high school education. So I wanted to have more subjects for her. And I started bringing in people that I used to co-op with a long time ago, a creative writing instructor, specialist in ancient history, an art history person. And we started having more courses and more courses. And my eldest was like the guinea pig on all of them <laughs> at the beginning. It's like, what else would I like you to learn? Well, I'd really like you to learn about World War One and World War Two. And so I brought in a historian who loved that. And so my daughter took the first year of World War One, World War Two, and then my son he took a year of it as well. And now actually my youngest is about to take that same course this year. So it's my excitement for liberal arts for my children that made me basically create this. It's not really a school. I wouldn't say that. And I wouldn't say we're really teachers in the normal sense. We're just sort of facilitators and, and the creatives that that have planned out and and stimulate the students to do this course. Yeah. So with that, are your classes live or are they recorded? We teach the courses live because we want that interaction between the students, each other and with us. We do record them if people have to miss, but it's definitely a much better course attending live. Absolutely. Now, saying that we only have one hour a week together live which mm. is what's called a flip most of our courses are a flipped classroom where students will read the material beforehand then we meet live and we facilitate we tutors teachers whatever you want to call us we're all homeschool parents as well so oh you know it's just like having a big book club in club in our living room we're just in different living rooms and we facilitate the discussion with them. For a while, it's facilitated on what they read the week before. And then we'll have a, a, 
a subsection of the hour will be things that we add on to it, like our additional information or themes we want to pick. That. Since I do the English, it might be a theme to pick up that was in the class this week in the reading this week and and then we have a section at the end where we will talk about awards for the week and I know some people don't like having awards they think it's like competitive but when we used to not have awards at the beginning people wouldn't do all the work and if they don't do all the work then they're not going to grow through the year like they will do if they do all the work so we started doing this but it's not just awards like oh she's a gold medal it's like this is the best piece of writing and I want you to see how this writing can model for you good writing and you will not believe how the students will respond to that and say okay that person won the medal I'm going to look at that person's work and I'm going to imitate the strengths of that writing. And then next thing you know, if you've got a class of 15, you're like, dang it, I've got 15 who could win this gold medal. Who's <laughs> going to win the gold medal? And then like this week, we've only got about five or six weeks, five or six weeks more of the year at the time we're recording this. And most of the students are writing and responding so incredibly well. It's like, what else can I do to bump them up those last six weeks? And so this week, the focus is on paragraphing, because sometimes people will write a summary that's just one big block of 350 words. And I'll say, okay, you're writing brilliantly, but I want to challenge you this week to break your writing up into paragraphs, because I want to see that you can chunk your ideas and so that for some people this is a new idea about how to push their writing beyond and improve it with paragraphing that is so creative I love that now I want to just butt back because I know I'm sure I'm going to have parents who are listening to this episode and they heard you say a living book and they're like wait a second I don't even know what a living book is are there dead books? And they, <laughs> they don't understand Charlotte Mason. So if you would be so kind, can you just explain a little bit what a living book is and the model of Charlotte Mason? Okay, I'm going to flip that around. And I'm going to first introduce Charlotte Mason. She was a Victorian educator around the 1900s. She was from Britain. Britain had a public education system that they created in order to basically get the very young children out of factories and into some schooling so they could have literacy and numeracy. But if you remember anything about very old education, maybe you've even seen it in Little House on the Prairie or something, and it's a one-room schoolhouse and everybody stands up and they just recite stuff and recite stuff and recite stuff. And Charlotte Mason felt like this was very stultifying, very limited. Children weren't being appreciated for their own ideas and their own independence and study. And so she started off with her and and Victorian times also they, you know, children were seen and not heard. And she felt like they had individuality and we needed to respect that. So the number one thing in Charlotte Mason is children are born persons. So they have the capacity to learn if you give them the space and the time and the materials to learn. And one of the things that gives the space, time and materials to learn is something called living books. So something like a textbook would generally not be considered a living book because it's quite straightforward. Usually it's a committee who's designed it and they're designing it to lead students towards specific decisions. Instead of doing something like reading great expectations and 
letting them summarize what they heard in Great Expectations and then discuss together, like, I like this character, I don't like this character. And then your next question is, well, why do you like that one and not that one? And then they tell you why. And so they start having this whole conversation amongst each other or even with themselves in their homework in the week. What am I, what am I learning from this book? And then when they read the next book, say Wuthering Heights or something, they're like, this person reminds me of somebody in Great Expectations. And they start making this kind of tapestry of learning on their own, which is called synthesized learning. And it's very, very exciting when they start making their own connections and connection, connecting their own dots. So what a living book is, though, is something like if you're studying biology, in our biology classes, we read a book called The Hot Zone, which is about the Ebola outbreak yeah, yeah. in the 80s. And so we're talking about viruses. We're talking about microorganisms. But we yeah. learn it through this really exciting book yeah. about a specific microorganism. So that would be a living book as opposed to a textbook and certainly as opposed to a workbook. Oh, that's so cool. We read that book also at um, our school. So I'm, I'm still a teacher. I teach in the public school. <laughs> it's like I teach biology and chemistry and physics. So Hot Zone was a, was a book too. Yeah. And there was another one, Breaking the Code. So yeah, but we don't read the whole entire book. It's like take little pe- bits and pieces to supplement basically what we're teaching. Those are really good books. That's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for that explanation. I think a lot of times because it's a homeschool podcast, the idea of like Charlotte Mason, all the other different types of like methods of teaching, a lot of parents are first starting going into homeschooling. So that's actually kind of the audience for, for the podcast. Thank you so much for explaining. So now where can our listeners connect with you? Like where can they go and see your classes, what you have to offer and potentially connect with you and register for some classes? Well, the first thing I hope they'll do is if they're on Facebook, that they'll come find me at Dreaming Spires Home Learning. And I'm also on Instagram, but that one is catpatrick underscore dreaming spires HL because if I had it any shorter, people were cloning my account and just sticking a letter or a number different um, somewhere there and people thought it was me. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> so okay. I have to like fill up all the possible gaps, you know, but most things that are on Instagram, I post on Facebook anyway. So if they'll come over, Dreaming Spires Home Learning on Facebook. And I post things, sometimes interesting things about homeschooling, sometimes things like conferences. And sometimes I just do kind of silly posts that I've done with my kids. Something exciting about my kids, like I've got my first, my eldest, my Student Zero is graduating in a few weeks, so that will be all over there. Hooray, my graduate. (laughs) And then, but I do have a website also, which is www.dreaminspireshomelearning.com. And on there, we've got all the courses we're offering for this next year with the timetable. There's a registration form. By the time the podcast comes out, we'll be past our early bird registration period, but I think you'll probably ask me again in a minute. So I'll just put it here for this group who listen to your podcast. I will give you guys a reservation fee for free if you use Homeschool Advantage 40 on your registration form. So yay. Awesome. Yeah. Thanks, Kat. Yeah. I'll put, I'll put all of your links in your show notes and I'll put the special code (laughs) for their free reservation. Awesome. Thank you so much. So 
as we're wrapping up our conversation, what is one takeaway you want our listeners to get from our conversation? I I would like two takeaways. One is the way that what we offer and who we are is different. I think from almost any other live online course that you will take is I don't think there are very many who do the Charlotte Mason living books approach for students online. And I think that's probably because we've just had so much experience ourselves with our own children going in that route that we've just been able to kind of expand a little bit like a pebble in the pond and it expands in rings. We've just stayed true to that philosophy is so excellent for education. And we've just basically widened our tribe and widened our tribe. So it's something that I think is quite unique in the way that we do it and the relationships and of course what great recommendations we can write for our students for university because we really do know them so well and the other one is just in general and not about me as a homeschooler or about dreaming spires home learning it's about how high school is a time for kids to explore and flourish in what they love rather than simply checking off boxes. So it's a living education. Trust them to enjoy themselves and love what they do because that's going to set them up for a future of curiosity and a future of knowing how to learn how to learn because Mm. you'll never teach them everything they need to know before they're 18. But what you can do is set them up for the future to go and continue to educate themselves. I love that. That's beautiful. I do love what you do. I did when I was checking out your website, I saw all the different classes that were on there. I was like, man, I wish I could start school all over again. There's so many interesting things out there that I'm just like floored at, you know, the creativity and just all the options. So Kat, thank you so much for coming on today and just sharing, you know, your experience and your company with us. If you love the conversations we're having here on the Homeschool Advantage podcast, follow or subscribe our podcast to stay in the loop and never miss this amazing content. And please highly consider taking a minute to leave a positive rating and review to help others like you discover this show. See you next time.